Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Stay Strong in America podcast. I am your host, Tyron Brown, here for another episode of our Talk It Out Thursdays. And let me tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, today's episode is going to get a bit controversial, but it's with a good cause. So if you happen to be driving, I want you to keep your eyes on the road, but also your ears wide open. And if you happen to be in a stationary place, like a coffee shop, a friend's place, or your own home, feel free to take out a notepad and jot down some notes. Because today's episode is definitely going to be one for the books. So stay tuned. Okay, so let's cut to the chase, folks. Our episode today for our Talk It Out Thursdays is called The Male Advantage. Now, while this name may seem a bit offensive, given the climate of today's social media politics, it addresses a truth that so many people, both men and women, overlook, which can lead to a lot of confusion regarding intersexual dynamics between both genders. But before we move any further, I do want to state the male advantage does not necessarily have a straight line definition as much as it is a concept that can be applied to the lives of so many, particularly in Western as well as economically developed countries such as the United States. I would also like to add a disclaimer that the male advantage largely applies to heterosexual cisgender men, since a lot of the concepts that will be discussed are relative to the heterosexual cisgender woman counterpart. Moreover, the male advantage concept essentially is a reminder to men that they have certain advantages that they can leverage to create a fulfilling lifestyle. This leverage usually is based on the timing of their maturity, grace given in terms of societal expectations, and how their sexual market value for dating manifests over time, depending how they choose to approach life. Now, many of you may wonder why I chose to do such an episode. But as you know from a previous podcast episode I did, I discussed the female advantage, and so it would only be fair to discuss the male advantage. More importantly, in the wake of the red pill community becoming popular over YouTube and providing useful insight to men about intersexual dynamics, especially with dating, I figured it would be helpful to discuss this in depth so that men can make a choice and how they choose to approach life. I also find that these advantages will help a lot of men relax and not put too much pressure on themselves or feel ashamed for not having everything together by age 30. As a matter of fact, you will come to understand that men have a different timeline in life. And if you pay attention to what I say today, you will learn that time is on your side more than you can imagine as a man. But to be fair, though, I will also address misconceptions that men have about the advantages they have by explaining the disadvantages that come with men who let some of this knowledge or societal affirmations create a self-destructive ego and lifestyle. In this episode, men will learn that there are advantages that they have, but they also require patience, conscientiousness, self-control and balance with the fact that they, just like women, are human. So guys, as I promised in my advertisement for the Stay Strong in America podcast, I have a special guest here with me today. And that is my friend of almost 20 years. All right, his name is Ruben. We've been friends since the fourth grade. And I know him for a long time. And while I was doing this episode, I figured, why not bring somebody else on who not only understands my perspective, but also can bring their perspective to the table as well, too. And the good thing is that even though him and I have been friends for a long time, like any friends, we debate these things, you know, and we don't always agree. And that's great. Friction brings a lot of wisdom with it, you know, and that's what happens with, with my boy, Ruben. So, Ruben, you want to introduce yourself to the guests? Say what's up. Tell them a little bit about yourself. Hey, what's going on? This is Ruben. Uh, yeah, I know Tyron for like 20 years. 
Um, we, we always debate about different topics and different, uh, different things, you know, but, um, you know, sometimes we, we end up on the same wavelength mm-hmm. at times. Yeah, no, and, and, and thank you for sharing that because I think a lot of times people feel that, oh, you know, because you guys are French, you're always going to see eye to eye, but that's not always the case, right? So today, guys, just to give you a little insight as to what we're going to be doing, you know, I'm going to be discussing a few things, but I'm going to ask him to chime in at certain points with his perspective. That way you can understand that, you know, this is not just, you know, Tyron and his theory only. I, I usually seek out input from a lot of men and women um, and as, as to their opinions on certain topics, even if it's involving just men or just women. I like to have different perspectives. But the thing is that I never had them on a podcast episode with me. And this is the first time. So, guys, stay tuned. All right. So the first thing I want to discuss about the male advantage is age ain't a thing. All right. Um, so basically, and then Ruben, I'm actually chiming after, but this is how I feel that men, your life does not begin until you are 30 years old. So you can prepare yourself in the meantime by working on your purpose, building wealth, paying off debt, debt, taking mitigated, mitigated financial risk, prioritizing financial fitness, etc. You may also not find it urgent to be married at this age like your female counterparts who feel not just external pressure, but internal pressure since they find it more difficult to find available men who fit the standards they want when they as women are past age 30 and have to compete with younger women who men deem more attractive. As opposed to men who appear to gain more attraction when they are 35 as opposed to 25. And why is that, right? Well, men hit their peak between 35 and 38 years of age, which is a time they are physically attractive, financially attractive, and attractive in their maturity to women. So men understand while it may be hard when you're young, it fares out well when you are older. So do not rush yourself because if you do, you are living on a timeline of women, which I explained in the female advantage is their early youth between 18 and 28 and up to 30. Meanwhile, as men, our time to shine is literally between 30 and 55 years of age. Now, that's some range. I'm saying, you know, woman is 18 to 28 to 30 at the most, really. And then men is 30 to 55. Right. And actually, some would even argue with women is more like 18 to 26, 27. And, and men is 30 to like, you know, 45 kind of thing. But either way, it's just that men appear to have a lot more time um, to get themselves together if they make it past that age and a lot more time to be in their peak. Do you agree with that or or you or do you feel a little bit different? Like ex- explain to me your experience as a guy because you know, I seen you go from that dark Caesar to you growing the locks. I seen you from being five five six, right? Mm. To being told that me, you six one now, mm. you know, and I honestly I watch you, bro. I seen the caliber of woman you were able to pull. Like mm. like as you as you as you got older, matured and your look started kicking in. And I, I see a lot of men, they kind of blossom a little bit later, you know? And I, I feel like women really like, like I could, I was in the club the other day. It's like younger women were into me, mm. but so were women my age and even some older women. But I feel like with women, that's not the case, you know? Yeah, some guys may hit on you, this, that, but they won't take you seriously. Like usually you got to be like youthful for them, for them to really take you seriously you know, or they might just look at you as a sex object. But share with me your opinion in terms of like what you feel about that. You know, oh man. Well, I mean, in terms of women, I think that 
any any guy will appreciate a fine woman as long as she's you know she has a right mindset like she's uh you know she's very feminine mm-hmm. she's not too combative mm-hmm. you know she's not uh she's not she's not out there you know knocking dudes over up, up the side of their head you know right. what i'm saying mm-hmm. you know she, as long as she's cool and she's down to earth and she she could be a you know uh a good partner mm-hmm. you know there's there's nothing wrong with that gotcha and and also um and then for men okay so mm-hmm. then what do you feel about men do you think that men have do you think like one that men blossom later in life, and also do you think their peak lasts a lot longer than women? Do you think there's a difference in terms of like, you know, men at thirty five versus women at thirty five, for example? Okay, so what do you mean in this aspect of about uh, men blossoming? Okay, that men blow up because uh, in my female advantage episode, I talked about how women when they blow up, it's like mm. one summer you don't see it, the next summer you see it. Like who who the hell is that? With guys, they kind of like blow up a little bit later and they take a longer time it's like it, it accumulates a little bit mm-hmm. by a little like tortoise versus their hair kind of concept so so you mean like in terms of like attractiveness yeah exactly okay, right okay okay because what they say about uh, especially in the manosphere is that for men mm-hmm. that we you know the things that women want in men we don't achieve till later in life right you know like a lot of men they scrawny when they're younger and then their body boom it it, it gets you know ripped and strong when they get older mm-hmm. as opposed to women sometimes they blow up a lot really like at 18 you know to 21 kind of range right. and their body like you know is you know they get the thighs the, right you know some even develop a lot earlier but men it happens a lot later and also one thing they value in men is money right mm-hmm. so men get that a lot later in life in their career mm. so that's what I'm saying. So, a woman at 35 versus a man at 35. Do you personally feel there's a difference? Because if you don't, it's fine. Uh, you know, I, I think it all depends on the individual and, and the environment. Mm. Like, for example, there, there could be a 20-year-old man, a 22-year-old man that just, just graduated from university who, who already has a $100,000 job already. Right. You know, he's, he's, a, you know, he's working out. He's staying in shape. He has the right mindset. He has the right personality. He's very charming. Mm-hmm. You know, that could set a 22-year-old man apart from a 35-year-old man. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, even though that 35-year-old man, he got his shit together. Mm-hmm. Maybe his looks could be declining. And he's still out there. I, I, I agree with you on that. He, mm-hmm. He's still out there. He's still available. He's still attractive. He could still be attractive, you mm-hmm. know. But I'm saying that 22-year-old man, he could do it at an early age. There's, there's males that could do it at an early age mm. rather than a, than an older age. Gotcha. So even though it, it may generally happen more commonly when you get older, get more money, that's not to take away from the fact that certain people, almost like an NBA player yes. or somebody, let's not even go to that extent, somebody that graduated university, studied computer engineering, mm-hmm. is working at Google making 150K, mm-hmm. they could do that at a way younger age. Yes. Right. So it can happen on the same plane. And this guy's living like that. Gotcha. This yeah. guy's actually living like that. These right. guys are out they're you know they're living that single life they're out there you know uh so then i guess my thing to that to go to, to go with that right i agree mm-hmm. with that 100 percent. like the male advantage is that you have more time but if you get in a shorter time period all the more power to you mm-hmm. but my thing is that no one's gonna bat an eye if you're 35 doing it i just kind of find like what one what men val- what people value in men is money for example mm-hmm. right and if you end up making one hundred fifty thousand dollars at 35 that's still an achievement in itself, is my question. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes, it is. But with women, like, you know, because it's a male advantage. It's male. How we have advantages relative to our counterpart, which is a female, right? Right. With women, if you're 30, 35, what, if you find an attractive 25 year old and an attractive 35 year old, which one are you going after? Man, I'll take the 25 year old. Okay, course. now why? But, no, you're saying, of course, but why is that? The reason why, you know, um, 
maybe maybe sometimes. Well, mm-hmm. some 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 women out there, from what I noticed, yeah, sometimes they're you know they could be aging faster. I mean, they mm-hmm. the aging is more apparent. You know, mm-hmm. they have uh, crow's feet on their <laughs> around the eyes. <laughs> you know, compared to like a twenty five year old woman who's you know who's still fresh faced, still looks young, still looks youthful, and mm-hmm. you know. So now, yeah, look, funny thing, you said that mm-hmm. right. That's exactly what they talk about in a lot of these these podcasts in the Rupple community. Right, men value youth, right? And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people know that. But if men value youth in women, right, and if they say someone says fertility to have a child, things of that nature. But if we value youth, then in that case, a twenty five year old versus thirty five year old, there's a big difference. Yes, as opposed to that twenty two year old or twenty five year old guy versus thirty mm-hmm. five year old guy, it's like they they're still going to value him even if he's older. You get what I'm saying? Yes. As yes. opposed to with a woman, that's not necessarily the case. No, you're right. You're right. Mm. Especially like a 35 year old man. As long as he, you know, he's his uh, his finances are are put together, mm-hmm. he's still he's still he's still um, he's still attractive. He's still gonna be attractive relative to like a 35 mm-hmm. year old woman. Right. Because like, I mean, most men they don't look after they don't they don't go for women just because of their finances. They rather have a woman that's you know. That's very good looking. You right. know, that's very attractive, you know? Mm-hmm. So they look at we, so women can value us for our finances, but men are valuing them for something different. Exactly. Which is their looks, is what you're saying. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, it, do, does this ever cross your mind in terms of age? Because it goes with like children and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Does it ever cross your mind that like possibly, right, when you look at a woman, okay, I, I do something. Whenever I look at a woman, I'm dating her, and I, I, I find her to be attractive and everything, age is so important to me. I start doing the math on it, the numbers on it. Like I swear to God, I swear I'm like that. Like, oh, man. I get analytical right with, with that respect. Everything else could flow, but if I'm talking to somebody and she's, I say, I'm 29 now, and we're both 29, we're the same yes. age, and she's 33. Mm. You know what's going on in my mind? Yeah. <laughs> what, what is that? What is that? <laughs> is she still fertile? Is she still fertile? Yeah, yeah. Is no, she that's, still fertile? that's a big one. Um. I don't know. What, well, what else? <laughs> so, so with me, right? She's fertile. That's, let's stick with that, right? Mm-hmm. I start doing the math on it. When you when I'm dating a woman, I'm I'm expecting this story you're creating between you and her. You dating? I don't necessarily want to date you and then we haven't we married with kids. I do mm-hmm. want that eventually, right? Right. So I'm assuming this might be a two to five year, three to five year kind of you know timeline where I'm getting to know you before we take it to that serious stage of commitment and marriage, right? Mm-hmm. If you're 33, three to five years is she gonna be 36 to like to like 38 years old. Me personally, I can't imagine like her pushing out her first child that late in age. Mm-hmm. That that's what's going through my mind. Even if she feels she can handle it, it's just that like I feel like it, it, it's I see men who are older than a younger woman, yeah. and how they they like the fact she's kept herself in certain shape, looks youthful. I feel like I'll be doing the opposite with somebody who's older. Uh, that's right, and she her her window period of you know having a child or conceiving a child would mm-hmm. be let's say five years, or maybe seven years max. Right, right, right. So it's going to be you know it's like pressure right there. Yeah, it's a lot now, of pressure. Now my thing is that do you think about stuff like that when you with Dana or older when, when it comes to like older women? And, like of course, okay. Uh, I I actually dated an older woman before. Uh, tell me, tell me, tell us a little bit about that man. when you dated her. So, was that the woman in Spain? Yeah, okay. that was the woman in Spain. <laughs> she was like, "What? Okay, you were you were younger than you were." I was about like let's say twenty five or twenty six around that time. Okay, gotcha. So, she was how old? She was she was like 
I think on the verge of turning 36, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow. God yeah. damn, bro. Like, it was like a nine-year difference. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it was a nine-year difference. Mm. So, when, it, when I first met her, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I was a bit... <laughs> when I first met her... She was a bit, uh, you know. She, I found her, I found her attractive. Okay. She, she, she was, she was and attractive. And there are, and, and yeah. I, I want to highlight that point. I want to throw that in there. Mm-hmm. You can still be a fine ass woman at these ages. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Like there's some attractive women who I dated who were older than I was. So don't ever get it twisted. Like you guys are still fine. Right. But what we're talking about is past that relation stage. We're trying to go from relations, which is you know sexual relations, to relationship. Mm-hmm. But tell us a little bit more about what happened in terms of. Was it a relation or relationship? You can get to that at the end, but tell me what what happened with with you and her. Man, I mean, when when I first met her, it was you know I I, I was I was attracted to her. I was you know yeah, she yeah, she no. she was beautiful. Like she was beautiful. One hundred percent. I saw a picture of her. She was fine. Yeah, but um, the downside about that, mm-hmm. you know, she was she was reaching her age. Like she was she was <laughs> she was looking her age. Okay. You know, um, she had like crow feet around her eyes. You know. Like, you know, she had a few wrinkles, you know. Mm-hmm. I think, like, you know, let's say we, when we were walking down the street, like, people would notice, like, I think they, were, they weren't looking at us because of the fact that, you know, um, you know, because we were, like, an interracial couple. I think they were looking at us for the fact that she, you know, her age difference compared to mine was, like, heavy, you know? Yeah, gotcha. And you do, you look, you look very youthful. I, I look very youthful. Yeah, I, I look, yeah. you know, I look maybe, I don't know, three years younger than yeah. my actual age. I don't know. It's going to help you when you get older, bro. I hope yeah, so. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> but for, I get it right then and there. You probably look at 23. She looking like she, she looking her age. Yeah, she was looking her age. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm thinking, too, another thing. I was like, man. And, well, well also... And that, and that, that I have one aspect to talk about. Mm-hmm. She wanted a kiss from me that off the bat. She was like, mm. she was like, man, I would, I would love to have your babies. I would love to have your babies. I'm like, why is this even a topic? Mm. Like, why do you we, think it was? Man, I think she was in a rush to have him. Man, oh, I think okay. she knew. Gotcha, gotcha. That her time was, you yeah, know, she had a window. Yeah. Right. So I talked about that in like. There's a window period. Well, they call it the wall for women. I call it the window for men. Because men, you do have a time. I'm going to discuss that probably in a bit, too. Um, no, I'm not probably. I will discuss that in a bit. With, with, with women, I find, like, when they were older, like, I, and I, I when I come across this in dating, they're so, it's super serious. And sometimes it's just too much for me. Like, I'm just like, yo, like, I, I'm, I'm, I can never get a chance to know you. It's like, one minute, the woman I know in college was just, down have a good time I'm, I'm not trying to date seriously then they go to like yo i'm about this and it's right around when they're like between the ages of like 28 mm-hmm. to like 33 that range mm-hmm. and and it's fair though it's like no, there's nothing wrong with that it's like that's a fair expectation but what i find is that a lot of women should have been doing that a lot earlier right, right. and then since this is the male advantage i'm gonna go back to being a man you were younger, able to date an older woman, yeah. and she was still taking you seriously, <laughs> yeah. right? Because you did have your shit together to some degree, yes, right? And I, I didn't notice that. If you have your shit together, you could be younger than the woman, and she'll take you seriously because you fit what it is to be a quality man. Now, if you're an older man, these these the woman, obviously, your age and older are going to take you seriously because you're at that age, if you're 35. But also, younger women, they want that now, too. Yeah. They want that stable man. And you might not find that stable man in all 22-year-olds fresh out of college who got that job, um, working for a good company. But you'll definitely find that more commonly amongst a 35-year-old. Because a lot of us men, we fuck up between the ages of 22 and 30. <laughs> Some of us are making good progress and, and putting our head down. 
A lot of my friends are doing that, including Ruben, myself, and others. But there's a lot of men out there fucking up. But by 35, a lot of men are like, okay, I'm tired of messing up. Mm-hmm. A dude could have gone to prison at 18, and by 28, he's out. And then by 35, that's seven years, he got his shit together. Yeah. So by then, a lot, of, lot more men got their shit together. But, you know, the woman that they're looking for, I realize, aren't around the age. They're probably younger. Yeah. Unless she's like a ride or die, they've been rocking out. But it's like, if if you got... This, I'll put it like this, right? And this... If you got, for ladies, right, to understand a male advantage with age, if you have a, a millionaire after you who's treating you really good and you got a dude who's making $60,000 after you and he's treating you really good, who you want to go with? You might go take with the millionaire and, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay because they both got the same thing. So it's like when you have a 35-year-old and a 25-year-old or you have a, or you have a girl who's, who's 24 and a woman who's, who's, who's 29, 30, right? That 24-year-old might give you more grace in terms of getting your shit together because she ain't rushed to have kids. But you at 29 might be more pressed. Yeah. And, and, and so that's why I said the male advantage comes in because it's almost like we could be older and our value stock is actually going up, yeah. you know, as opposed to when we're younger. Women also take you a lot more seriously when it comes to dating. I mean, do you find that to be the case that women take you a lot more seriously now than they did a few years ago? Or did it, did it make any difference whatsoever? Yeah, man. Um, you, you're saying from now? Yeah, like or, I'm saying, like, like, like you as a 29-year-old, mm-hmm. do you find that woman take you a lot more serious, a lot more seriously for a relationship or when you were 25? Well, it, it depends on their age. For example, like, if a, if I'm dating a, a chick that's, like, 23 years old, mm-hmm. she would just, you know, want to just date. It's, it's kind of like that Michael B. Jordan situation. Oh, <laughs> like, like oh, we have to go there. Go there, bro. Yeah, Dan, you want me to go, go in on yeah, this? Go, oh, go, man. Go, 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 go. It's like that Michael B. Jordan situation. Yeah, yeah. Go explain that. Explain that for us, Ruben. Man, it's like Michael B. Jordan, he he just popped up and proposed to her. She was not ready for that. Did she, he propose her? Yeah. Well, I, 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 come on. I mean, he wanted to get engaged with her, oh. so he must have proposed to her or brought it up somehow oh, right okay gotcha i don't know i don't know if he proposed to her okay gotcha. all i know is that she was overwhelmed in that moment she was like man i'm not ready for this i'm i'm just a young girl just trying to have some fun mm-hmm. like i i thought we was just you know having fun and going through the motions yeah like I, i'm not i'm not ready i don't see myself in a wedding gown at this moment you yeah. know I think that was her mindset. She was like, "I'm not ready for all that, man. I'm just, I'm just trying to fuck around and have some fun. Like, just take me out to dinner, take me out to the movies, and you know, show me a good time. That's all I want. I'm not trying to have kids with you right now, bro. I mentioned that. I mentioned that. Like, I had some notes for the podcast episode, right? And and one thing I talk about, you know, is is the fact of like, like Lori Harvey, right? I said this, right? I'm gonna go to the to the disadvantage right into it, right? Mm-hmm. So while you have grace as men with age, right, and 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 other things going on, understand that like, like you you you're not like invincible, right? Because especially if the woman's a lot younger, but that's because she's in her in her peak yeah. stage, right? Yeah. And the one thing that I remember Jay Z had said, as you know, in his song um Lost One, he said I'm it's it's not meant to be be. You know, he's referring to Beyonce, right. you know, but he said, I would feel the same way if I was 23. Mm. How old is Lori Harvey? 23. Mm. So people are upset about it, but I'm like, she's in her peak. She do. She has some time to venture. People are like, oh, she will never find another man like him. That's not necessarily the case. She's still within her prime, right? Yeah. I give it to like 26, 27. Now, if she hits past like 27, 28, 
and if she wants a guy on his level, he might still shoot a lot younger. Yeah. Right. And and, and that's what it is sometimes too. It's, it's I would never get mad at Lori Harvey for not wanting to settle down. At, she is still young, mm-hmm. I, especially in this generation, and having the money that she has. And Steve Harvey's literally her 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 father, even though he's her stepfather, he's still her dad. Yeah. You could kind of understand that. She's moving about in a lighthearted way. She's supposed to kind of do that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe when she was probably approaching 26, yeah, then, all right, I'm ready to get locked down, you know. But at the same time, I will say this. A lot of you women aren't like Lori Harvey, and that's with all due respect, right? You don't have the advantages she has. She has financial reach. She has fame. So she, therefore, has a lot more options available to her, mm-hmm. you know. And well, Michael B. Jordan, right? She's going to realize probably when she gets like older, like 28, 29, she's looking for somebody on his level and who probably treats her good too. It's not, it's going to be a lot harder. Yeah. Because they're going to look right past her. Like, you, I don't know what it is, right? And this is where the male advantage comes in. A woman will take you seriously even if she's 21, 22, right? Mm-hmm. So for every for that one person to take Michael B. Jordan serious at who was 23, which was Lori Harvey in this case, mm-hmm. and understandably so, there's a 23-year-old out who would dead ass marry him? A twenty one year old there who would marry him? Yeah, I'm telling you, and that's why I think sometimes like women forget like when when they get older. I think time goes by so fast. Yeah, all right. And then men they they mess themselves up because they don't understand they have this advantage. They're like, I'm not getting the girl in my dreams at twenty four. Mm. I'm like, bro, you're so young. You're so young. And then next thing you know you're thirty years old, and she's taking you seriously. Mm. I, my only thing is be careful because is she taking you seriously because she's into you? Or she's taking you seriously because she's running out of time. Mm. Whatever the case may be, I find it to be an advantage for men because even if you don't want a relationship from her, she may give you sex. I'm not suggesting you do that, though. Trust me. I don't want to be that person advocating bad behavior. But shout out to Roald Tomasi. He has his book called The Rational Male. He says, the one who has the most power in a relationship is the one who needs the other the least. Mm. You know? And, and right now, between Lori Harvey and, and Michael B. Jordan... They both had, I think, like equal power because she doesn't necessarily need him like that. Now, give her when she's 30 years old, if she hasn't been settled down by then, then it might be a different situation then, you yeah. know, but he has power just as much too because you can find somebody else who's into him, yeah. you know, but a lot of you other ones out there, you got to be mindful of it. Man, you rush yourself too early and then you settle down too quickly, you know, because um, you don't think you can get the girl you want when honestly it takes time. And a lot of you ladies, you think you have a lot more time than you do. So... I actually want to go into that aspect of it too as well, Ruben. Um, when it comes to men settling early. Hmm. All right. That's going to be our next point. So let me just put a pause right here. So I give our guests something to think about. Right. Our listeners need to think about this and take it all in and come up with their own perspective. All right. So Ruben, I want to continue on to men settling too early. Because the thing I find is that if men understood that they blow up a lot later in life, they would be a lot more patient with certain things and major life decisions. But I want to go back to some of the advantages that they do have, right? They have more grace in terms of age, right? Right? Now, society may put pressure on them to have things ready to buy by 30, but re- the reality is you can get yourself set up after 30 or beginning at 30 and things will work out for you. Also, I find that you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, bro. Jobs take you far more seriously when you're older as a guy. Uh, yes, yes. I, 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 well, I think that is like I, I have my theories, but I feel like when you when you grow, when you when you start to let's say, for example, when you reach thirty, 
um, you, you start to gain more experience. You start to uh, know more about yourself. Mm-hmm. So let's say through all your failures um, that you experienced throughout your 20s, mm-hmm. you're going to start to, you know, find some success, find some success, you know, uh, later on, like once you reach that, you know, that, once you reach that, that old age, once you, I mean, excuse me. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no, the, the older age is, is fine. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, but I also want to add something on too. I find that like one certain job take you more seriously because it, those credentials and whatever, it's going to take you time naturally. Yeah. So if you're trying to become a physician, a doctor, right? Yeah. Um, you have to go to school for longer and you can say, I'm going to medical school or I'm thinking of going to medical school. But when you finish your medical school and you pass your boards and shit, you're on that level. Yeah. I can say, okay, I want to get in this position. Before when I was younger, I was like, oh, I work at the bank, but I was working in retail. But now I'm a consultant now at, at an international bank. I was always talking about getting there. Now I'm finally there. You understand? And also, I think, too, like, it's, they, they're going to have, it's almost like, like, you, you went through, like, you went through the gauntlet of college, but also you went through the gauntlet of life. You're, you're right about that. Like, yeah. I think a lot of my colleagues want to know they can relate to me on a man-to-man experience or, like, a human being experience. Like, oh, even if you're not a father with kids, you're at the age where you could be a father with kids. Right. <laughs> so, they feel like, okay, he's not playing around. He needs, he needs to survive. You know, um, with that experience, you got to show in some kind of way, like you're going to be more confident as you grow older, mm. as you, you know, as you learn through your failures, you know, you're going to start seeing people will start to, you know, see your your confidence, see your your, your energy, see your glow, see, exactly. your, see all of that. You and know, I, I think it also mm-hmm. goes into like some other advantages too, like, like you, you become more physically attractive naturally. Right. I feel like you have like. Like, a lot of actors, they kind of have this mature face that comes in there. The mm-hmm. facial hair. I noticed that with me. Like, people are just like, they start calling me sir when that facial hair kicked in. <laughs> oh, man. You ever been in the street and then you start to realize you're older because they said, hey, hello, sir, instead of little man. You know, <laughs> that, that transition. Oh, my goodness. Especially man. being on the block in the hood. You get to hear that a lot. Um, but also, when we age, though, I kind of feel like men age slower, though. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, I noticed that, like, certain dudes, we don't look like all, especially when you're black, like, <laughs> you know, like, like we, you can Man. find it, like, yourself, bro, you're 29, you let you 20, 23, like, a, like a healthy-ass, agile 23-year-old, bro. And, and that's not, like, and now people say, oh, that looks super young, but, like, that's fine by me. You look like you're between 23 and 25. 25 is fine. Man, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it, man. Because by the time you're 35, you'll be looking like you're 28. I hope so, man. Yeah. I hope that's the case. I hope hope I don't, you know, succumb to life stresses, you yeah, know? Yeah, that happens a lot, though. Yeah. A lot, of, you know? Um, and I think also by that time, too, like, another advantage is that you learned about dating a quarter with the experience of woman more over time as opposed to when you were younger mm-hmm. and they were more experienced due to early physical development because like i said i find it i talk about this in the female advantage you know how to you more mature than men because you have more life experiences like if you grow excuse my language breasts very um um at a very young age and and but older men pervert perverted men half the time were into you too yeah. as a so by 14 years old as a lady maybe even younger in some cases you're already learning about men. Mm-hmm. You're already learning game because yeah. just the attraction coming your way. And I know that doesn't happen for every woman, but it's just like you have a head start in dealing with men being into you. Whereas opposed to men, at 18, you could still look like... I know, Ruben, with all due respect, when you were 18, you still were like you weren't where you wanted to be. <laughs> no, definitely not. But I'm looking at you at 20, 29, bro. 
Yeah. Tell me what the, what that that difference is, in, in, in like when it comes to you knowing about dating, like what you what you learn a, a lot more as a guy now that you're a lot older. Man, when I was eighteen years old, man, I ain't no shit. <laughs> I I really didn't know shit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, I didn't know how to get a girl to save my life. You know, right? Like girls had to get me. <laughs> like, you know, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't really. Like, let's say if there was a girl I was attracted to, I didn't know how to, you know, entice her into, you know, into a relationship mm-hmm. or just in dating, you know. And so how did that happen now? Like, was it like a lot of trial and error kind of thing? That- yeah, that's 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 mainly it. Mm-hmm. I had to fail a lot, you know, in order to succeed. Right. And you kind of, the funny thing you talked about it is that like, you basically had to be the issue. I know a lot of women that got you earlier, right? You felt mm-hmm. that way. But you realize after a while, though, that you have to initiate as a guy. Of course. Right. And it's just like, I think women don't have that that burden, which I, I talked about. They, they are lucky in that sense. But it, we also could work that to our advantage because we have to learn game over time because we have to be the one to learn to entice a woman, right? That's so right. we get a lot of practice out of that. So as we get older, now we know what it is to go out after what we want. Women never have to really always play that chasing game the way that men have to play that chasing game. And so through that, you get the experience and you feel that much more confident when it comes to dating, yeah. you know, and you have a lot more control and power because you're the initiator and she's, a, you know, she's there just receiving whatever you initiate and she could say yes or no. But, it, it, you know, that's why I think it's a male advantage because for a woman, you may think it's okay, but when you get to that point where you hit the wall as a woman and you really want a guy, you really want kids, rightfully so, because you're getting older and you want those things. It's going to be hard to go out there and chase when you never practice your whole life. Right. As opposed to when you're a guy, you had to do that your entire time. Now, if you can't do that as a guy, life is tough. Life is tough. Yeah. Unless unless you're very attractive. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Unless you're very attractive to the point that women, when they see you, they're just on you. Like, you right, know? right, right, right. Exactly. If, if you're not really attractive, dude, you're going to have to learn some kind of game, you know? Right. You're going to have to learn something. Exactly. Or you're going to have to leverage that money or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to work on that. So then, and, you know, and, and that's the case, right? We go after what we want. We could do at a later stage mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and we have to learn game because not all of us are that God is attractive, attractive in the face, like on the body, like how you're just mentioning now. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, if you are, all the power to you, but also you miss out on what it is to learn those skill sets. Um, and as a as a guy, you can find love at a late, later stage in life, right? Like, my sister got married, right? Mm. But I don't have to rush to get married because I can find a woman who's a lot younger. Right. We could build something up together. So, And then I can have a child a lot older. Like, woman, that's not... I'm, I'm not saying it's not a risk you face because there are certain risks that men could give um, with their sperm. The, the count, it does drop. Mm. Um, but woman with eggs, it's, it's far significant. Um um, in terms of the impact it has when they get older in age, yeah. you know, I mean, it could even lead to her death, you know. So it's, a, I mean, that's always a risk with pregnancy, but you lose a lot more eggs when you when you get past the age thirty and thirty five. That's geriatric pregnancies, high risk pregnancy right there, and a lot of women end up losing their their, their child. I mean, oh man, I mean, what do you think about that aspect in terms of like when it comes to having children too? For men at a later age and, and things of that nature. Well, the thing is, man, men at a later age they can have kids whenever they want. Mm-hmm. It's like that's that's the male advantage right there. Gotcha. <laughs> Having kids whenever you want, mm. like 
as late as six years old. Yeah. Like, my father just had a kid last year. Oh, yeah. I'm like, man, that could have been my son, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And thanks for sharing that, you know, private family matters. Yeah. But, yeah, he, you know, the, the male advantage happened with, with Ruben's father. You know, so in terms of having the ability to have a, a start a family at such a later stage in life, mm-hmm. you know, now that has other complications, which I will discuss later on, but it's the fact he was able to do it. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and that's the thing, like a lot of men have this on their side when you're a woman, that's not necessarily the case, really. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking about in vitro and other things. And it's like, those stuff are expensive as hell. I think people forget that. Like, yeah, it's just not yeah. just like. That's celebrity status. I don't think anybody could really afford that. Especially yeah. normal people. I, I mean, like, the average Joe cannot afford that. Average Jane cannot afford that. Exactly. Exactly. But now I want to flip the script for a second, mm-hmm. right? I want to talk about where men, they mess up in terms of time, right? And things that work against them. And the first thing I have here is that while age ain't a thing, time still matters, right? And I think sometimes it goes to, to men's ego about how much time they really have, right? right? And the one thing I say is that you can achieve things a lot later in life, but my nigga, I'm not waiting to 60 years old to, to live a fruitful life. I want to start living a fruitful life at age 30 as opposed to 60. <laughs> so my nigga, we ain't, we, we ain't, we, we ain't, my, we ain't taking too long. We trying to get this, this money quick. We trying to live life and have it while we're younger. We don't have to have it when we're young as hell, like 18 to 25 or 18 to 30. We could be good living 35 to, 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 to the rest of our lives living good. But the whole point is that, do you really want to be achieving success at age 50? Do you want to get your life together too late? I mean, like, talk a little bit about that. Like, do you feel like men, some men, like, wait too long to get their life together? Yeah, man. I feel like a lot of men learn things way too late. They're like, man, you know... I always hear about like these older men, like, yo, man, you got you got treat your twenties right, man. Yeah. You you out here like I, I hear I hear, I hear a lot that of too. I hear that too, yeah. I, I hear a lot of different things, man. Mm-hmm. Well talk, I, expand I, on that. When they say treat your twenties right, what do you think they mean by that? Or did they well, tell me what they told you? Like for example, um like for instance, for instance, mm-hmm. like I remember one I was like on the fence about, you know, going away, going overseas. Yeah. I remember some guy told me I was I was I mentioned it to one guy, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Hey man, you got yo, you're not married, you don't have any kids. What what's what's the issue, man? You better hurry up and take that flight and make it happen. You you're still young, you know. You still got time, mm-hmm. you know. You're not limited. You're not bounded. Mm-hmm. You're not you know. You have no, no you have nothing holding you back. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you know." There's some guys out there, like some young guys. Mm-hmm. I've seen also some young guys who have kids very early. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're like, oh man, yo, bro, I wish I was in your shoes, man. Like, mm-hmm. I gotta, I got, I can't, I can't play soccer Sunday morning because I gotta look after my daughter. Or worse yet, they have child support going. Oh on. man, I heard, I heard stories like, about yeah, that, bro. That scared the hell out of me. I was like, man. I was like, bro, you might as well be 72 because the way you stressed out, the way you, you ever see somebody that's like a young, okay, let me tell you guys this, in terms of the male advantage, and this is when you know you're not in the male advantage phase of your life. Whenever you stressed out, right, because men, we love to avoid stress and be happy, right? I know we appear serious or we want, or the world wants us to be serious, but ain't nothing better than a happy man, nothing. And a lot of guys want to be around somebody who's happy, a lot of a male that's happy. 
If you stressed out, like you 60 and you in your 20s, you ain't living the male advantage lifestyle, man. You are suffering. And that should be an indicator, right? So I like the fact you talk about, you know, the 20s and wasting it. Don't waste away your 20s. That is your time to build. Not just fuck around and have sex with a bunch of women and do X, Y, and Z. No. And that's what was happening in the red pill community. They're giving this advice, but they're not flushing it out fully. And a lot of men just go about living recklessly. I was almost even doing that too. And rumor tapped me on the shoulder like, yo, bro, you got to chill. So you, a lot of you men, build. Build away in your 20s. You don't have to necessarily be stunting, be fly. Guys, it's, it's, I'd rather, because I know by 35, you know what I notice? A lot of people slow down. Because just life happens and your body is in the same things of that nature. But a lot of you can't afford to slow down because you weren't building up in your 20s. And it's just like when I hear a woman talking about, oh, I'm independent, this and that. And then there's other women who will tell them, wait till you hit 35 and tell us if you feel the same. Because life becomes hard and having somebody there for you that can help is, a, is an important thing. But as a man, you want to be able to help yourself by setting yourself up for success. So if I'm, I'm, I got my master's degree, uh, my bachelor's and master's degrees. And and I put my work experience in in certain jobs that didn't even pay that much in my 20s. And here I am at 29. Now I'm setting up to be in a great position by age 30 because I put all that work in. Now I got out the way. Somebody says, oh, you went to school? Yeah, I did that. Check mark. You had this work experience? Yeah, I did that. Check mark. Mm. And that's the thing. Like when you get locked up, go to prison and stuff like that, you get a, a, a later start in life. Right. And living in the, the legal real world, it it's becomes a lot harder. So you want to be able to build a way in your 20s. And, and the next point about children, right? You can have children whenever you want, but you shouldn't probably do that when you're young. <laughs> when you're super young, because the thing is that you're supposed to be gaining life experience. And also, do you really want to have a broken family? That's the most costly thing to a guy. It's a lot harder to manage your finances when part of your finances is going out of your household. My thing, my biggest fear is having children with the wrong woman, honestly. You don't want to have children with the wrong woman. Like, it, it just it could destroy your life. It destroys certain men's life. I don't want to destroy mine. Do you do you feel like like that's like one of the worst decisions? You could... Hell yeah! Man. <laughs> I tell people, man. I be telling these guys, man. Man, these guys getting their tires. <laughs> yeah, their tires. Um, what do you call slash. it? Slash. <laughs> they get the tire slash. Maybe getting smacked up in the face by that girl and everything. I'm telling you. And and, and he's like, man, I I don't know, man. I, I, I like this girl, you know, I, I I should break up with her, but I really like her, you know, she treats me well, like, I don't like to see her sad, I'm like, dude, you better, you better hurry up and leave her, man, because yeah. once your ass get married, it's going, it's, it's going to be 10 times worse, man, I be telling, I be telling these guys, okay, man. so now I want to go there, mm. you trying to go there, yes, because I feel like certain men settle early in life because they don't understand that male advantage in terms of time yeah. don't think you have too much time in the world to the point you don't do shit and you become lazy as, you just lazy as hell that means you're wasting your 20s you're wasting a lot of your time you're supposed to be building and you're wasting your 30s even because in your 40s you can start a really really good fresh um fulfilling life but the issue i have is that when you don't understand that things take time and it's patience you rush things to appear like you got your shit together as a man that's the thing i know that certain men Right, I've done this before too. You want to seem like you got it all, but then you straddle yourself with debt. You get a car that's too expensive to you. You get a house because everyone tells you you should, but it's so much stress on you. And also, you get in a relationship and you try to make it serious because you see other men 
settling down. And that could have been the other. They could have found a certain men find a great woman when they're younger. Yeah. But those women invest time into those men so they know what's real. Mm-hmm. But some of you, even if a woman's investing your time when you're younger, and when you settle too early, you and I heard this from this one podcast I listened to. It's called the First Man Podcast. His name is Chris. He's a, a white dude from from um living in London. He says mm-hmm. a lot of men cheat when they're in their mid thirties. And you know why that is? Men hit their peak a lot of times, right? At least probably financially, right? Mm-hmm. And if they keep themselves in the gym physically. Physically. But they're married to somebody they would have never married when to if they were to hit their peak. Mm. Right? You know what I kind of say? Judge a, judge a woman when a man has nothing and judge a man when he has everything. Mm. When he has everything, he realizes he don't want the woman he, he he's with. And that's something I don't ever want to feel. I want to feel like I have a woman who's timeless. Not that she's going to look youthful forever. No, I'm talking about I'm always going to be attracted to her. Now to the death. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tell me what you think about that in terms of people. Do you feel that certain men settle too early? Why do you think that is? The psychology behind it. Tell me from your, your honest perspective, Ruben. Cause... Oh, yeah. I mean, man, some guys, some guys settle way too early. But, I mean, the guys that settle so early, like, they don't, they don't know that, you know, maybe that person that they settle early with, mm-hmm. maybe that wasn't the right partner to settle down with so, so quickly. Mm-hmm. Maybe there was, uh, you know, better options if they had waited just one more year. Mm-hmm. There could have been that, that woman that they would actually, you know, uh, be compatible with mm. compared to what what they settled down with. Because well, I, I noticed, I remember I was at someone's wedding, mm-hmm. a guy's wedding. Mm-hmm. This one, this one guy's wedding. I remember I seen the night I seen him getting married, like was during the wedding reception. Mm-hmm. Like he was, you know, we had food and there was a party going on. But I remember there was like a five minute window where he was just like looking. He was looking. He was looking a bit distraught. Mm. He was like, man. He was looking what? Like sad. Like, he was looking sad. He was oh, like, hold on, time out. Was he looking like he was like regretting it? Yeah, in a way, he was like, man, do, do I really want to do this? That was that was that was a, that was what that's what I seen in his face. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna, talk, I'm gonna get clarity to, to, to the listeners, right? Because sometimes with men, we just like women can see certain things in other women that men can't see. Men can see certain things in men that women can't see. And sometimes men can see a man who's in a space where he doesn't want to be there. Is that what you're talking about, bro? Man, maybe. I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like, well, what I think. But I'm I'm saying, I'm talking about that concept, though, that you feel like you could see something in him that you felt like you understood as a man. Of course. I resonated with that, man. I was like, man, if I was in his shoes, man, I'd probably like cancel the whole the whole wedding ceremony, you know. Wow. So was at that, that point, I I just you know, but yeah, no. So that that is um, that happens sometimes yeah. too. And his relationship didn't really end well. Oh, so what happened with with that relationship? And he, I don't know his his wife. I don't know. She said his wife was hitting him. Oh wow! Are they still to, you know if they still no, together? No, they're not together anymore. What? She tried to get the kids away. She she tried to get the kids from him. Oh man, yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff that happened after that. See, so. that's that's the thing too, man. Like right. you end up like, and that's why I think a lot of men they don't have experience when they're young. They have an accumulated experience to know between right and wrong. And a lot of us don't have mentors either to guide oh. us. You know, we just think we have everything figured out, and then we settle in these relationships. You could settle in a career that's not good for you. You could change careers, yeah. but for you to change families because you choose to marry someone, and on top of that, have children. 
it, you can't change that so easily. You bound to that person essentially for the rest of your life, you know? Man, I learned a lot. Like, there, there's been some guys that, you know, I just, let's say, like, I was around them, and they they, didn't, they weren't actually directly teaching me, but they were talking about their own experiences. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like, having children with the wrong, with the wrong woman, mm-hmm. like, the child support, like, this one guy, he was talking, he was... Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm saying ooh because I was like, I've heard stories like this too, but Man. go ahead, go ahead. I remember uh, this one guy I used to play soccer with. After we were all finished with the game, we started drinking beer. This guy was telling me like that he was just stressed out. I was like, what's going on? And he was like, yeah, man, I'm paying child support for these two children. And, you know, like I'm paying like I'm paying like each. They're like 25 percent of my salary. Both each of them was like worth 25 percent of his salary or something like that. Like he's barely getting returns. I'm like, man. That's crazy. Yeah, that's then, I, I've heard a similar situation, too, as well. Yeah. He mentioned he got he had gotten hit with the alimony. Oh, he God. lost his house, he lost his car, and he said he went crazy. Like, he was walking around <laughs> a, a neighborhood <laughs> talking to himself and chattering to himself. I'm like, man, that's, that's, I that's sad. Laugh at it, I, I was laughing. Trust me. You weren't the only one laughing. I was laughing, too. Yo. I was like, man, I don't want to be caught up in that situation. I, I'll think twice before, you know, I'll, I'll make sure I, ha- I have children with the right uh, women. Right, which which is like, I don't want you ladies to ever to think, because we're hearing about the male advantage, right. and obviously women are involved in, when it comes to the male advantage. Mm-hmm. Don't ever think that, like, we're ever like, oh, get get this woman because, you know, you know, her looks, this, that, and the other. We value youth, though, but a lot of times we also value character, right? And part of that character is, like, you don't want somebody choosing you just because she's older and she wants to have kids and all the other stuff, because mm-hmm. she don't really love you for you. She loves you for what she can get out of you. Which is still, which is children. That's that, that's that's a gift to her, not a gift to you both, right? If that's all she wants out of you, and then um, at the same time, we don't want you to get older, feel like you get any woman, and you just date any older, younger woman. All she wants is your money, you know, because you can end up in situations like like Ruben just mentioned, where you, somebody is now ha- hassling you for child support, mm. you know, and, and people might say, oh, well, as a man, you want to take care of your family, but not not through that method. You know, you want to be under the same household. And and that's why I said be careful when you settle down because you could settle down and and not and, and be in a situation where you're going to cheat. Because you're settling down with somebody who you don't really see for the long term. You're just doing it because society tells you to do this. And then you're just going about life because you see other people getting married. No, that's their life, not yours. So especially as a man, you could you can take your time. Okay. So be careful about that. And, and, and also, like... When you settle super, super early, sometimes when you get a lot older, right, you start to see your friends. I mean, there's two sides of it because I'm single and I see friends who got engaged. I'm like, lovely. Or friends who got married, lovely, amazing. Um, but then, and, and I'm like, man, I'm sitting here single and I got to try to find a woman that's right for me. But I also know people who are in relationships where I'm like, you know, I, I wonder, like, are they comfortable being in this relationship? Do they want to go out there and, you know, probably sow their oats with all the women? Because as a guy, sometimes you may need to flush that out, you know. Um, and sometimes we don't give ourselves that grace. We put so much pressure on ourselves to be that good guy that we don't give ourselves that grace to date around. And I know certain women who date around and they, their man hasn't. And it, obviously shit is not going to work out the best because in the back of his mind, he's like, maybe I rush this too much. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's something to think about. You want to add something yeah. in there? One thing is, I noticed that, like, especially when people settle down, once when people settle down so quickly, like early on in life, 
like let's say if their relationship was to end like let's say if they were dating like dating for like five years or so after that like and they break up after that it's going to be hard sometimes for the man uh, well the woman the woman has advantage in this case because mm-hmm. you know there's always going to be suitors for the woman mm-hmm. but the man He's gonna have to learn game. He's gonna learn how to talk to women. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna have to, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna have to learn how to get rejected. Oh, okay. and, because and he plays cards. Mm-hmm. He he basically missed on on that development as exactly. a man to learn those things because he settled so early. Exactly. Right, and, and and for a woman it's different because she's supposed to have men that's gonna come after her. Yeah. Right, and and with men you have to be the one to initiate a lot of the times. A lot. You know. And, it, and you have to know how to talk to women. You're gonna to have to know how to keep a woman interact, you know, engage. Mm, that's, know? That's, that's, a, that's the thing. That's a really good point, honestly, Ruben. Like I, I, I didn't even think about that, bro. Like, like the fact that it, it does. I just mentioned that too. I said, I mentioned you oh, about that. You have to learn these things, but if you don't give yourself the time to do that, then you're gonna miss out on um on all that. Yeah. You know, learning, learning it late in life is not gonna to be too. I mean, it's it's all right, mm-hmm. but you know. It would be better the sooner the sooner you learn it, the better it is for you. Right, you know? and now there's a dis- there's also the disadvantage of uh, um, when it comes to you know this time thing where people are like oh, you know I can still date when I'm 35 plus, but I also want people to know that like dating when you get a lot older becomes tiring as hell too. Yeah, you know it's not always easy. Like you can have it together as a guy, but sometimes it's draining. Like like for me, bro, I, I like sometimes. I'm not, y'all. I swear, I'm not inspired to go out and, and talk to women. Sometimes, like it's literally, they it, they it drains me. Like you know, to, uh, to, I don't know if you want to share your experience. I'm like when you get older, sometimes like it, it might be a lot to deal with it. I mean, if yeah. you have your shit together, woman gonna be into you. But it's also sometimes you want a certain caliber woman, and then it's like you realize that that you're not coming across that when you out there in the dating world. Yeah, man. Oh man. Well, the thing about dating now. Man, <laughs> especially with uh, social media, I mean, social media and all these dating apps now, it's like you really have to be very, you have to be very proactive now, mm-hmm. you know, compared to, I, I don't know, but you, you, nowadays you have to be very proactive. Mm. Like, um, in terms of, sorry. Well, it's, it's, yeah, and sorry, I, I, I cut you off right there, Ruben, but um. But, but to the back to the point we were talking about in terms of like dating when you're older as a guy sometimes it could become a lot more difficult and you were saying how you know with the dating apps and everything y'all get to be that much more proactive with the competition that's out there and everything so yeah. you have to be so much more intentional and go hard and i feel frustrated and tired right now as a 29 year old i can only imagine being single at 30 over the age of 35 right and having to deal with that share 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 your insight on that and how you know how you feel about like being dating when you're older and how like it might get tiring for a guy yeah man it's tiring like you have to deal with like let's say for example if you're talking to multiple women like you know first you have to get them on the date mm-hmm. but no no actually first you you talk to them on the on the you, you get to know them keyword you get to know them mm-hmm. um <laughs> get know them know them getting to know them on the dating app you know you you have to build rapport with them you have to make sure that you guys are um uh you know coordinated and compatible um and then after that you have to get the number then you have to meet up on the date you have to get her to go on the date yeah then 
while on the date, you have to, you know, take a, you have to actually make sure you pick the right restaurant or the right location or, you know, the right bar, whatever, the right scenery, the right, right. setting, the right town. Then you got to talk to her the right way. Talk to her the right then way. To me, you it's, you flirt it's, with her. Exactly. To me, it's just a process, it's right? It's a process. Yeah. And the thing about it, I noticed that like a lot of men get frustrated about certain processes they have to go through. Like to the mm-hmm. point, like literally sometimes a woman might put me through a certain process to the point where like I, I, I get, I just get tired, right? And it may not be her, but it's because I've been through it already. It's just that like. They're vetting you out in the midst of it and analyzing you and it just tiring to me. I can't imagine having to prove. It's like you have to prove yourself. And a lot of men actually talk about it when you date older women, too, because at that age, you might date a woman who's a little bit older. It's a job interview. Yeah, <laughs> it's a job interview. You know, what do you do? Um, what, What's your job? Yeah. Like, how was how, how is, how, how is your, <laughs> you know, all these questions? Yeah. Man. And it's, it's really not just something organic. You're not having fun. It's like. They're rightfully so they're intentional but ladies that's what i'm telling you like yeah. we have the grace when it comes with age right you guys don't put yourself in a position where you don't have that when you get a lot older and you have to choose and you're like you're rushing it because now you you put yourself in that boat you know and and a lot of guys like you know and that and that goes into a disadvantage for us when we, if we choose to date somebody that's older we have to face the music and go through the process of, of dating and that can be a lot it can be very tiring Another thing, too, is a lot of dudes talking about having kids whenever they want, right? Now, this is when you're older, and dudes ain't talking about 35 years old for a child, which mm-hmm. is, you know, if you're 35 years old, by the time your child's 15, you're 50, which is okay. And then by the time they're 25, you're 60. But certain dudes like, I, have a, I can have a child at 45. Mm. My brother, no. Mm-mm. If your child's 15, you're 60 years old. <laughs> if your child is 25, you're 70 years old. Do you really want that age difference? Do you? You know, understand what I'm saying? Matter of fact, let me ask you, Ruben. What age do you think you want to have children at? I have my age. To me, to be honest. Or start having children at, I should say. Maybe when I'm like, I'll say 32 or 33, I will start. Wow. And, and then all onwards. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, I don't know. Unless I really get bored of, this, you know, of being uh, single. Mm-hmm. Then maybe, I mean, or just being, you know, without, just not having a family. Right. Like, just being able to be independent and be on my own. And mm-hmm. maybe after I get bored of that, maybe I'll start considering having a family. Right. So you're saying you could have, there's a potential for you to get bored a lot earlier. And you might want to have a child at 31 as opposed to 33. I don't think so. Okay. I really don't think so. You know, I, I, I think. <laughs> no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. So you said you think what? I mean, I I, will, I I enjoy I enjoy my life right now. I feel like even when I when I'm t- when I'm gonna be thirty two years old, I'm still gonna live life like I'm twenty years old, like which I'm doing now. I'm going out with friends. Yeah, I could go out whenever I want. No one's calling me like, hey, yeah, <laughs> hey, Ruben. Um, are you are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna um watch watch Josh while while I'm away? Like, well, you know, yeah. while, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't want to do none of that. Are you gonna pick Josh up from school? I don't, I don't feel like picking up Josh from school, man. Exactly, that's how I feel <laughs> you know too. Saying? I feel like I'm, I'm not ready for that. I'm, I, I agree, bro. Like, I'm at this stage in my life. I feel like I'll say 33, but that means after I'm 29 now. I'm like, honestly, I think 35. I might have my first children, and I think I only want two. If I'm rich, I want four. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like. I don't want to be rushing shit, man. I don't want to have to go ahead and be all serious, have a family and everything. Because some of us, man, we don't get to enjoy our lives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and then, then all of a sudden, you got to have a family and settle. It's like, no. 
I'm not doing that. You know, I was in a club the other day and, and I was just talking to people and they were like, oh, you're 29 without a child? I'm like, that's, and you're a guy? Like, that's that's rare, you know? And I'm just like, well, it's a new thing with this generation and and how, yeah, I made sure to protect that in certain ways, you know what I'm saying? Like, not to say I didn't have slip-ups, but, you know, it's like, I don't want that burden. I want to enjoy my life instead of having a child and then be like, damn, my life is over or feel like I have no time to myself, you know? So guys, like, you know, don't rush and have children, but also don't wait too late either, though, I would say, because like I said, you don't want to be that old ass dad, right? You're going to be mad tired, no energy. I want to be a little bit agile with my child. Like we, we going rock climbing, <laughs> you know, we doing some, we doing some reckless stunts, you know? Yeah. So that that's the thing I, w- I would say with that. And then also, in terms of time still mattering, right? When you're getting older, your parents are getting older. I think a lot of people forget about that. And then, so my, my thing is, even though you could weigh a lot, a lot older in terms of age as a man, understand, though, that a lot of things around you are changing. Like, my sister got married, and I just thought about the fact that at least my mom got to see that. But imagine, like, you never get married while your parents are alive. I'm not saying you should do it for your parents, but there are certain milestones your parents want to see you achieve. Just like if you wait too long to probably graduate college. I'm going to go back when I'm 40. What if your parents pass away by then? Mm. They work their their ass off, make sure you got to a place where you graduate high school, and they want to see you get a degree so you can have a good job and all this other stuff. And, you know, or just you living a decent lifestyle and you don't get your shit together until, you know, they're not even no longer on this earth. And you want your parents to be able to see you, you know, do amazing things. So, That's right. you know, you agree with that, bro? Of course, man. You know, I feel like every parent wants to see their child become something of themselves. So when they depart from this earth, they know they have that available. So there you go with that are the disadvantages to aging a thing um, in the form of time still matters. So, guys, time matters. Don't play around with that. All right. So a quick advantage I want to talk about for men is that um, you hit reality early, right? Um, I think a lot of times with men, like, you stumble upon the fact of what makes a man a lot early. You learn early on that money matters, and you got to have your shit together. And I feel like for certain women, they don't run into that until a bit later, um, and or they don't internalize that until later in terms of, like, hitting reality and stuff like that, like... They, you know, I feel like they have a lot more fantasies about life and things of that nature because they're protected from that. Whereas men, I don't think we're protected from that as much, you know. And at first I thought it was a disadvantage, but I'm like, no, wait a second. When you get exposed to the truth, it may be tough to swallow. But when you get exposed to it and you leverage it to your benefit, you could be, come on, you have a lot more opportunities to come up on top because you know the kind of game you're playing in. You understand? Like, talk talk about, like, when you think you hit reality as, as in terms of, like, what it is to be a man and things of that nature. Man, when them bills start hitting you. <laughs> <laughs> but women could say they have bills, too. So how is it different for a guy, would you say? What bills would you say you have as a guy that you think women don't have? Or a way in which it's given to you or you have to deal with bills versus, like, a woman? Because me, I, 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 I have my, my one, like... Dates, for example, mm-hmm. the burden of like you having to pay the bill on a date, you know. I I, I think certain women are just like, oh no, I'll fold my hands and wait for you to pay it. This one girl was telling me that I'm like, for a guy, 
you could you coming out of pocket. Even if y'all going Dutch, you know that you're not really having a date being paid for for you. And I realized if you want to be able to, you yeah. know, they expect these things almost like women mm-hmm. that I know. And it's just like, damn, like, it's really like that. But you learn early. Yeah, it's a funny thing, man. Um, like, especially like, it's a culture. It's a culture thing. It's a cultural mm-hmm. thing. Um, in what sense? It's a culture thing. American culture thing. Yeah, it's American culture. Like when I was out there in Europe, for example, mm-hmm. man, the women would not let me pay for their their food, their drinks, nothing. They'll be like, yeah, let's or or they'll just be like, all right, you you pay for this, you pay you pay for the food, and and I'll let you pay for the drinks. No, no, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, basically, they'll tell me, yeah, you could pay for the food, but I'll cover your drinks afterward. You oh, know, okay, it'll be gotcha. it'll be like a fifty fifty thing. Right, I'm going right. Dutch, or sometimes even she'll even pay for your food. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's the total opposite from from here in America. Like right. here in America, you're as a man, you're expected to pay for 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 you know, for food or mm-hmm. or for dining out or right. Whatever have you? So you you're expected to pay for the bills. So yeah, you're then, the breadwinner, right? And I feel like a lot um, early on relationships, women just expect that of you. So even if that's not the case, I feel like the income between men and women are comparable. I feel like at the same time, women still gonna want these things, even if they act independent, all the other shit. It doesn't matter. They still gonna expect these things from men. I think men wake up to that a lot earlier. Yeah. Like we also we get rejected a lot earlier too. Like I don't want you kind of thing, and so we have to deal with that. And I kind of feel like that gives us like muscle memory, so we could be able to to handle it a lot earlier. And I recognize a lot of women they don't deal with rejection. You know, they, they do the rejecting, but they don't know what it is to be on the other side of that barrel though. <laughs> you know, so a lot of men you're like oh. Tyron, we 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 get hurt, rejected, all this other stuff. Women don't go through it, bro. Good, that's how you learn to handle it. You understand, and you're gonna realize you're a lot much more mature because you could deal with rejection and feeling like that. You know, and certain women don't get that experience because, like I said, they used to men approaching them, especially if they're very attractive. Right. You know, so it gives you a lot more experience in in how you engage with people and how to handle rejection a lot earlier in life. You know. Um, especially, especially those guys that settled down too early. Oh yeah, right, right, exactly. Especially then. And you I, know, I, I go, I'll go ahead. I mean, like for example, like those guys, like they don't know, like they, they, you know, they don't know how to deal with rejection. Mm, so they accept whatever they given to them. Is what you're saying? Exactly. Oh. Those guys. Those guys, they they don't know what it's like, you know. They don't know what it's like to be, you know, in a dating market. So, right. You know, they're gonna have to get their their feet wet gotcha. in order to to start out. Right, right. And some may just, but because they're not out there and about, they just give up early. Basically, what you're saying. Yeah, or or better yet, they they actually protecting themselves by being by selling down so early. Mm, they think they're protecting themselves they by think, being relationship, but they're gonna realize earlier uh, later, later on, on that they really want to go out there and kind of date a lot more. Yeah, which is actually is leading into like the disadvantages that hitting reality hurts. I was like, because you can be discouraged, right? This is the other side of it, right? You can be discouraged from lacking things so much that you might give up early and change as a person. So. Try to get some points on the board to give you the reassurance you are making progress, whether it be the gym, learning a sport, investing in your purpose. Because the thing is, men aren't doing those things and they get rejected a lot early. They feel like this is going to be this for the rest of their lives. So other men understand that this is not going to be me forever. I'm going to work my way up. But there's certain men who think like this is it. So let me go ahead and settle with this girl. Yeah. You're shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. Because that's not the girl you really want. That's the only thing you can get. That's and actually, that's disrespectful yeah. to her mm-hmm. because... 
she thinking you really value her, and rightfully so. You give her the time and attention. But I've dated certain women where I was just like, like back in the day, like, you know, um, my early 20s, late high school, all that stuff, where I, I didn't want them to the extent they wanted me. Right. But I treated them like the girl who I actually wanted. Mm. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> and it was just like, I I get hit with reality that's not easy to get women. But the way I which I reacted to my reality, that's the thing. How do you react to your reality? It's like, I got to work my way up or I got to work my way down. And a lot of men work their way down by settling. By settling. And, and, that, and that's where it comes. You agree with that? or yeah, Of course, man. <laughs> man. Have you, I mean... Let's let's keep it a buck, dude. Like, have you ever, <laughs> have you ever had a girl, right? You having sex with her, but like you're thinking about another girl yes. that you're heavily attracted to, yes, yes. in order to you know the, to be able to to stay focused. And <laughs> I, I and I hate that feeling because it's wrong, it's wrong, and that happens. I'm pretty sure it's something that happened with certain women how they felt that way about me. But it's like that goes to show wherever your mind is, mm. right? When you're having sex, you think about another woman. That clearly shows you're not truly attracted to that person. And why are you with that person? It's out of convenience. You know, it's, it's the best you can do at the moment. At the moment. At the moment. So she's really temporary, but you treat her like her, she's forever. And ladies, that's where that comes from. Because some guys get hit with reality, but they react to reality by becoming cowards about it. Mm-hmm. Instead of taking it head on me and brave and fighting for what they want. Right. So just be careful of that, guys. All right? So... Another advantage slash disadvantage I want to talk about for the male advantage is no judgment promiscuity. As men, you are allowed to date around without judgment. All right. I mean, you may get judged here and there, but my thing is you can spin place, a.k.a. date multiple women. And that actually can make you more sexually appealing since women want men other women want. Do you find that to be the case that women want men that other women want? Of course. Like (laughs) these... These women, they don't, they don't, they know that if a guy is not, not attractive, mm-hmm. like, because if he's attractive, he'll he'll have more women. Mm-hmm. But if he's unattractive, it's like why, you know, there's there's no, I mean, he's kind of like, you know, not valued as much. Not basically. valued, yeah, not yeah. much. He's like a low value guy, right? <laughs> for example, but mm-hmm. but also, in terms of experience, like if a guy has been with a lot of women, he's able to initiate sex. He's able to, you know, be more adventurous when it comes to sex. Like some, sometimes, you know, women are, you know, I mean, some women don't, I mean, to be like, you know, this. Be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for example. Yeah, I was like, bro, go, go there, bro. Go there. Oh, man. Like some guys, you know, some, they, women, some women like a guy for, you know, would like a guy to, to take control. Right. Of, sexually. Of, sexually, you yeah, know. Definitely. Um, I, I see that does, that does happen where like. Certain women are like, you know, he had a lot of sex with a lot of people, but she's okay with that because she's like, he knows what he, he's doing kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, and she, to be honest, a lot more women are sexual than we think. So she could be okay with the fact you've done that. It's just that when it comes time, she wants you to be faithful to her. She, you know, so she wants you to be desirable probably by other women and know that you can get other women. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's actually one thing Roland Tomasi says. He says... He's the one that made the book The Rational Male. Right. A lot of great insight. Ladies and gentlemen, you both should pick it up. Great book. He says, he's like, a woman doesn't want a guy to cheat, but she loves she fucking loves a guy who can. Yeah. You know, they want like because that means you're desirable. I think it's yeah. the same with us too. If if we into the only thing is that we probably don't want a woman who's too too attractive because <laughs> we know we know other niggas is after her, right? Yeah. Other men are after her. Um 
and but with women, right? Uh-uh. When I see a man who's who's attractive and everything, it's like, damn, he's fine, he's desired. Like, mm-hmm. there's got to be something special about him because other women want him. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh-huh. and, and and that's the case. But with with, with men. With woman, yeah, we want a woman who's attractive. Who other we could bring her around. She can mm-hmm. represent us. Like, yo, your woman represents you. She's attractive, yeah. but not too attractive to the point that everybody is behind closed doors after her. Right? You gonna say something? I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, one one more thing to add in: a grown woman does not want a virgin. She does not want to show a man how to have sex. Like mm. that's that's. I think that would be the most unattractive thing about you know for for a woman. Okay. I mean. You know, for a woman to see a guy like asking questions, like how how should I how should I do this? Like, do you want me to do it like this? Like, right. she's like, why why the fuck are you asking questions, nigga? Right, <laughs> you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, exactly, right. And, and that's a good point. That's a good point. And actually, I've seen you. I'm I'm like Ruben. I've seen you grow over time, and the type of woman you've dated, where I was just like, wow. You know, you've had certain quality women who I'm like, but I also noticed too that like when you had your your period where you were single, and there were multiple women who were after you at once. It's not as if you you were like demanding that, but it just naturally happened. I think because like, even if you're not promiscuous, is the fact that you could be too, yeah. right? That like they're like, wow, you're attractive. You got your shit together, you know, or you got some money too as well, or working a decent job. She can see that, and that can make you more appealing to a woman. And it's fun for a guy too because you could experience the world, and nobody's gonna be like, oh. A woman might call you a whore, but it's not the same thing as calling a woman a whore. It's just two totally different things. It's a double standard, essentially. It is. Yeah, it's a double standard, it but I am here to tell you that double standards exist. They exist <laughs> for a reason. And we're as we as human beings, between men and women, we're more okay with it than we like the world to believe. Trust me on that. And you can just talk about people's reactions and actions, right? Like that a man being promiscuous is not the same as a woman being promiscuous. It's looked at two totally different ways. But I also want to give the disadvantage to that, right? Sex kills, literally, all right? And, and, and it's one thing to date multiple women to know who may fit you in terms of personality and other aspects. But throwing sex into the equation, right, when you're dating, because dating doesn't imply sex. But if you do have sex, you, then it can be a recipe for disaster, and there's four points to that I want to I wanna put in there. The first, A, it kills your body. Let's talk about the risks of sex with STIs and STDs. And if you don't know, that stands for sexually transmitted infections and sexually transmitted diseases. And Ruben, actually, he works for um, an, an, an agency and in terms of healthcare, care. Well, one aspect of it is, is treating people um, with um, STDs and, and, and giving them advice and insight. And tell me what certain things you learned about um, what STDs and STIs, particularly STDs since the incurable ones, um, and how that um, impacts a lot of people. And I know that you have to pro- you know protect client information, but you can get like stats on it and the type of clientele that you come across, and 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 what's the risk with men being so promiscuous, both men and women, but especially men, because mm-hmm. as men we're like people are telling us go out there have sex with, with as much women as you want. But tell me certain things that you notice. All right. So the thing I notice, mm-hmm. how STD, I mean, well, man, STDs, it's, 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 a very, it's a very complex, it's a very complex subject. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a very complex subject because like, it's a lot of different aspects at play. Mm-hmm. For example, you could be in a monogamous relationship and still get an STD. Mm. But mm. most of the time, the reason why someone's getting an STD is from the man. 
Because mm. a man is very hyper, you know, he's hyper, hyper, you know, hyper in a, in a sexual manner. Like he's very, he's having sex. Like he's, maybe, like for example, he might escape his relationship. He mm. might leave leave his house one day in the middle of the night, meet up with a, you know. A woman or a man. <laughs> a woman or a man, mm-hmm. have sex with her, or sex with her or him mm-hmm. unprotected. And come back and have sex with his woman unprotected. Mm-hmm. And not to say that men, that woman can't do the same thing. Women but, can do the same thing. Yeah, but I know like a lot of men get this advice from the red pill community about go out there and date around and this and that. Almost like to the point like and some of these I understand that's not the that's not the advice that's meant to meant to be, but they come across that way. So men go out there and they saw their oats and have sex with a bunch of people, whether they be in a relationship or not. Certain dudes are just yeah. reckless like that. And they do it unprotected, and they bring that STD back to their partner who assumed that they were in a monogamous relationship, much less that her partner was having sex with someone of the same sex. Now, it doesn't matter what sex you have sex with, but just the fact of, like, you're not monogamous. Mm -hmm. And you may be getting this advice to be promiscuous. And being promiscuous, like, sexually is not the same as you going out there and just dating multiple people. You could date without having sex, but that's not the case. A lot of people, you know, this hookup culture is really strong. And so they put themselves at risk for STDs. It was Ruben was yeah. educating the shit out of me on this, <laughs> stressing me out, you know, but also helping me be mindful of that because, you know, if you get something like now, while there's a lot of medication for things like, like HIV, for example, right, which is incurable, right? The thing about that is you don't want to necessarily put yourself in that boat. We have to deal with that, yeah, right. But a lot of people find themselves in that case, and and and. and they don't understand that it could be a, a very costly of having that disease because you have to, you know, pay for medication and things of that nature, and you have to go to the awkwardness of um, explaining that to your prospective mm-hmm. partners as well too. Mm-hmm. Assuming you're a responsible and honest individual, so you could tell me a little bit, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, man. Um, stat, stat wise, like, like how, where, where are the strongest trends in terms of like STDs and whatnot. Man, nowadays I've been seeing like syphilis coming back. Oh wow, syphilis is coming back. Like, wow. well, I, don't, I think it's been here already, but still, like, there's a lot more cases of syphilis now. Like compared to like chlamydia mm-hmm. or gonorrhea, there's a lot more cases of syphilis. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like like especially like amongst like you know like like um. For sex and same people? same sex and like like men that have sex with men, mm-hmm. they're getting it a lot. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think them getting syphilis is a good thing, you know, because yeah. it's better. <laughs> you know, that's the that's the lesser of the evils of when in, in like you know. Compared to like HIV, HIV, oh, you, you know what I'm saying? It's oh. incurable. Oh, okay, gotcha. And you're gonna have to you know treat it with different types of medications. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. In, in order to you know. To, to maintain your livelihood, right. but even even though you you might have you know you might be you might contract HIV like it's not you the know end, it's not the end, end it's the not world. the end of the world but it's but, still a lot of like like a lot of costs associated with that yeah yeah people forget and, about that go ahead sorry sorry um also don't don't get me don't get me wrong like both heterosexual heterosexual couples. And homosexual couples, everybody's getting STDs. You know, it's not. It's just. It's not limited to like you know one group of people. And that and that's gonna be a, you know a misnomer because certain people are like you know there's more higher risk in certain communities, which is true. Yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that you should go out there and just be promiscuous all over the place. No. And also, when you when you're promiscuous like that, the chances are you just might not use a condom too. Certain people just like you know you might go out there and 
you might get so used to having sex with the person in your head because it's an emotional thing too. It's not just a logical thing. You used to get so comfortable with the person that you go unprotected because you've built that comfort with them. Mm-hmm. But really, you both haven't even gone to get tested. No. You know? Um, there's, a, there's a lot of people doing some reckless behaviors. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's guys out there that, you know, for example, they're, they're having sex with, you know, with other guys, with other women, and they're not even using condoms. That's mm-hmm. that's that's the that's where things get, you know, that's where right. things get get you know go for the worst gotcha because gotcha. people are not using condoms and they're having sex you know at a, at a fast rate and it's easier now especially with like social media and dating, dating apps. apps yeah it's it's easy like right. you're just like a, a a text message away from you know meeting a partner and right. having sex with them and right. you know contracting an std right. is that is that easy now yeah men getting so happy about being placed i slept with a lot of women but you're putting yourself at risk yeah in terms of that now another aspect I want to go into. Thanks for sharing that, by the way. I think that's very important for, for 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 our listeners to know that. But another aspect I want to go into is that it kills your family dynamic. So I'm just gonna. This is something that I that I feel. I feel like the risk of pregnancy and how that impacts the financial futures of men at all ages, because you can be 35 and have sex with a 21 year old and be put on child support since she views you as a one night stand, <laughs> and only wanted you for your financial status and success. You may also get a woman pregnant earlier in your life when you want to do other things with your life and career, such as travel or get an MBA or go to law school or start a business from scratch where you where you cannot afford to be temporarily financially stripped because now you have a child to care for. And this can impact your relationship with the child's mother, which can lead to more dysfunctional households. All right. So basically, when it comes to me, you know, having sex, you know, especially if you take a certain risk with it. The STD is one aspect of it, right? Another mm. aspect is, you know, having a child. Mm. You're taking a risk right there. You know, sometimes condoms aren't 100% or sometimes birth, other birth controls aren't 100% as much as you like to think. And and when you do that, we create we could create more dysfunctional families because you have sex with somebody who you didn't see for the long term. Right. And, and I remember when I was living a certain lifestyle, you know, somebody I was going to, you know, um, I was doing Bible studies with, he told me, Tyron... He gave me the Bible and he said, this is not here to prevent you from living the, uh, your life. It's rather to protect you while you're living your life. And I started looking at a lot different the things they said. And not to be super religious, right? For, especially for those who are not. But it's more so the fact of like, you know, being mindful that some of these boring things that are taught to us. And these strict guidelines and, and stuff that Ruben is saying and I'm saying. It's there to protect you. So you might think you could live it up, turn up, fuck a lot of women, you know, all that. Guys, the only person you're fucking is yourself because you're putting yourself at risk for these things. Right. You know, so I'm not saying don't go out there, have fun, date around and have sex, but just be careful and be protected while you do it. Yes. Please, please, guys, please wear condoms. <laughs> and and also make sure you you know, you're not having also it's not even about condoms sometimes. I I mean, there's also that factor of you having sex with the wrong person. Like, for example, if you're having sex with a promiscuous person or a person that tends that that tends not to use condoms, like mm-hmm. you're putting yourself at risk because mm, right. why why is that person having sex with you on the first date without using a condom mm. and you letting that ha- and you're letting that happen mm. 
That that means that that person has has that already has a tendency, the behavior to have sex without a condom, mm. and he's he's getting he's putting himself at risk and putting other people at, at risk as well. So right. he or she, but he we're or she, guys, for right Excuse now. Me. So we're talking about men, mm-hmm. and then men being you know being 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 is almost encouraged to be reckless. And I'm not saying that men out there is like go have sex without a condom, mm-hmm. but sometimes naturally that does what ha- that's what happens. Right. The next thing that sex. That not only kills your body and kills your family dynamics because of pregnancy, but also kills your mind, right? Let's talk about how sex affects your psychology. Mm. I honestly have gotten depressed and felt empty after just having random sex with someone I was not into. It may have been fun in my early and mid-20s, but I am 29 years old now. And once you've had a couple or more than a couple of sex sexual partners, you begin to realize it is really about how you feel about the person as the as opposed to just solely the aesthetics of that person as corny as this may sound sex is a bonding experience and it is a manifestation of or the lack or the lack thereof genuine desire which can be felt before dating during and after the intimate act all right of having sex right and, and shout out to Roel tomasi um the one who has a rational male podcast and rational male book who speaks to the fact that everyone wants to feel genuinely desired in a relationship and I can tell you from experience that having sex does not imply genuine desire. I've been intimate with women who just want to use me for sex. And it shows through their lack of affection, how distant they were during sex, and how imbalanced the intimate action was. Right? You're, you're doing everything to please her. She's just laying there. You know, I'm just like, what's going on? And you can feel you're not genuinely desired. She doesn't want all of you. She just wants to get her nut off and leave. Same way men want to get their nut off and leave. It doesn't feel good. And it could leave you feeling... Like worthless, you know, I feel like you've wasted your time and energy on an interaction that led nowhere. On top of the fact you risk yourself for STDs and unwanted pregnancy and the traumas that that person brings to this experience. Because face it or not, you know, people bring a lot of trauma into the bedroom. And it comes out in different ways. So sex is not just sex. It is really an experience that we ought to put more thought and action Thought and caution, excuse me, behind, especially in this adversarial environment between men and women. Protect your mind by being careful who you give your energy to in the bedroom because you'll be surprised about how many times men think they found the one because of sex when all it was was a one-night stand stand or short-lived affair. So it it affects your mind more than you think. I don't know if you... Did you ever feel empty sometimes after having sex with certain women where you're like... That may not have been your experience, bro, but, like, I, I talked to a couple of guys, and they just feel like, yo, they literally got into a relationship not too long after because they realized they wanted more than just sex from that person. I mean, how do you feel about that, about it, how it affects your mind and whatnot? Man, sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes if you're having sex, like, with multiple partners, it it's not, it starts to feel like, Sometimes at times you're like objectifying them, mm-hmm. you know, like you're you're treating them like an object. Like this is my go to just to, you know, get a nut off. Right. You know, especially when you have sex with multiple partners and in comparison to like one partner. Right now, some, like, people, some people may say, though, that, mm-hmm. that like, what does it have to do with you? How does it affect you knowing that you're perpetrating all that? How do you feel on the on, on the end of you being a guy and you have sex with multiple women? Do you really care or not? <laughs> you can be honest, bro. It doesn't affect you. It doesn't. I mean, if I'm getting pleasure, <laughs> no. Okay, gotcha. But, you know, but um, other times, you know, I try to, you know, 
for example, maybe you know tone tone down. You know, you know, you know. What I mean, just tone. Do you, feel, do you feel like it's natural for a guy to like consolidate on one woman after a while. Like, all right, I don't want to have sex with her, 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 her. After a while, I'm a zoning on just one person. Of course, you know. Why is that? Why is it? Why why would they consolidate with one partner after yeah, a while? Yeah. After after that, maybe that woman. You know, I mean. In your Maybe, experience, in my experience, yeah, she's he found the right partner. He mm. found the right partner. Right. She she ticked all the right buttons. Um, they're very. Com- she's she's you know she fits him. Gotcha. They're, they're compatible. And you that's know? what I find too. Like after a while, like you could be doing that. And that's why I say certain men like, if you didn't spend so much time going after women who are on your B list, mm-hmm. and you went after women on your A list, maybe you could put more effort into that A list. Instead of that B list, because you're not gonna be with those B list women anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you go after what you really want, right? And and put more time into that. But a lot of guys they shy away from that, or they might just be too tired. They want to put the work in, and they're like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and just uh, just have sex with a bunch of these women who I don't really want want that. Because it's easier to cut them off, but after a while it drains you. Mm-hmm. And also you're not getting in practice with the woman that you really do want because you're only having sex with women and and and, and getting close with women. Who you could really care less about, you know. So that's just something to keep in mind, guys. And then finally, when it comes to promiscuity and and being mindful of this disadvantage, is that it kills your future and current relationships. And I'm gonna give a shout out to Hafiz from the Roommates Podcast, who made a valid point regarding the recommendation he hears from men of the red pill community, telling men to get sex out of their system early. Right? That get this get get sex out of your system early can spell danger for men who eventually want to have a fulfilling relationship later in life with one partner because they do not have sexual self-control, all right? And before I go any further, I just want you all to ask yourself, do you want a family that includes a monogamous monogamous relationship with your wife and have children with that person? If so, then you must prepare yourself for such a a lifestyle as you can't flip like like a switch, all right? You cannot go from being extremely promiscuous to be monogamous all right instead you have to work your way up to being monogamous because based on my experience you can fall into the trap of taking um sex from other women when you should be faithful all right you just anytime a woman throws you know sex at you you don't know how to control yourself you just have sex with them just because it's like available and it's like no you gotta learn to say no so, yes, you may have a phase of non-committed sex because it is fun and relieving. I'm not going to lie. But also remember that you can become addicted to such a lifestyle. And then when you want to change for the better, you cannot. So to avoid it causing tragedy to a relationship with a woman you really want, practice better habits now. Yeah, you can have some get out your system early, right? Do certain things. But know, know that your body is forming habits along the way. And you have to balance that because... It's not going to be easy. What do you think about that? Do you think that men being too promiscuous could impact them to the point they can't, they don't know what it is to have a monogamous relationship with a woman? Mm, no, I'll say it, it really depends on the individual. Okay. And, so and, and their mindset. Okay. That, that's how you feel? Why do you feel that that's the case? I mean, I feel like some people, some people, well, I mean, some, some guys, some, some guys would, would be able to find a balance, you mm-hmm. know? Some guys could have sex, you know, both Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday and still be able to manage their, you know, their professional lifestyle mm. or, you know, still follow and achieve their goals. 
Yeah. I think professional, you know, like for example, athletes do it all the time. Mm. Look at NBA players. Mm. I know they're not just in a monogamous relationship, but I feel like I also think that you know, like those those uh, those players that are in a monogamous monogamous relationships, they are more centered. Mm-hmm. They are more centered um, toward. I mean, than than the ones that are promiscuous. Mm. But 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 there's some. That are promiscuous, that are able to still, you know, achieve their goals and mm. you know set higher grounds. So the thing is that we speak in generalizations mm. because obviously everyone, every is not all, not all applies. But all I find is that generalizations still do exist. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a majority of it, whatever advice we give now can apply to. And I find that generally speaking, that if a man is in a monogamous relationship, it could really benefit him. When he wants his aspirational goals and all that stuff, right. as opposed to being promiscuous. Not to say that some men can't balance it, they, they do, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's as 50 50. I think it's more like us 80 20. Like 20% of men could balance being promiscuous and focus on their goals, you know, and 80% of them can't do that shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of men like to think they're in that 20%. It's like, bro, you're not. You know, like me, I know I enjoy being in a, in a committed relationship. It does make me more centered a certain way, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, man, you like two cents. Go ahead. The thing, like even even like you know, because to me, like sex is sex. Sex doesn't take too much time in your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you, you could literally have sex in five minutes, and you you'll be you know you'll you know. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll take the condom off and you'll go but now hold on, with your studies and go back to work. Right, but now hold right. on, though. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. There's, you can have sex in five minutes, but how long does it take you to get the sex? I mean, to get the sex? Yeah. Well, it depends. Like you, That's where the time management comes in. No, no. What I'm saying <laughs> is that like when you're pursuing someone to have mm-hmm. sex with them, that could take months for some guys. Wow. So that's what I'm saying. I- A lot of the energy gets wasted there. The only time... And this is where the male advantage comes in is if you got your shit together to the point women want to come to you, which is those NBA plays and those athletes you're talking about, celebrities. I mean, I'm sorry, man. Those guys spending a month trying to, to court a woman, that's, that's on them. Okay. That's on them. Okay, so you said that guys don't have a good process down to be able to, to yeah, spend a month to court yeah. a woman. Yeah, it should be like a week or, or matter of fact, three days. Three days, or, three days or less. Three days or less to, to go from... To okay. court a woman. To court a woman? Yeah. To court a woman from what? Like to get to put her on a date? To have, have sex, sex with her? To, to yeah, to have sex with her. That yeah. should, it shouldn't take that long. Wow. I, it shouldn't take, it shouldn't. Some women happens quick with, but bro, to say that can happen in three days, bro, that's like, that happens with certain women. It does, it does. And, and that's okay. That's no judgment against the woman, but there's also women who want to get to know you and things of that nature too as well. I mean, I, it, it'll happen on the, at a slower pace, so that shouldn't affect your lifestyle okay. is what I'm trying to say. I get what you're saying. You're saying mm-hmm. that even if it takes time, it shouldn't impact your lifestyle. No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Okay. But I, I understand though. I, I, I the the thing about monogamous relationships, mm-hmm. like you know, you you know, you're you're not you're not you know worried about chasing women. But even even that aspect of chasing women mm-hmm. is not too time. It's not time consuming unless you let it be time consuming. Mm, so like, it's like it's up to the guy to to make sure that he creates a balance. And he shouldn't blame it on the act in itself. Exactly. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, my thing I, I want to say, I'm still stick by it, is that like, just be mindful because I think you're still building, building up a habit. You can't just flip on a switch and say, I'm going to be faithful now. Because woman's still going to want you even in the confines of a relationship. Right. And some of you, some guys don't know how to balance and deal with the fact that 
they're married to a woman and these fine-ass women want them. <laughs> you have to get used to that after a while. And you have to practice that by being monogamous. That's my point. Do you have something you want to share about that? Man, I'll say you could practice that by just being, you know, just just knowing how to maintain, you know, your, your sexual appetites. Okay, gotcha. You know? So like, self-control. Self-control. Like, if you're, you know... As long as your mind is not focused on sex all the time, right. I think you'll be balanced. Like, you know, there's some guys that are out there that are able to, you know, get things done and not worry about sex at all. Mm. Like, you know, there's, you know, like those guys that do no fat yeah, oh, or yeah. semen retention. All right, gotcha. Let's, let's get on that. <laughs> right, right. No, that, that does happen sometimes, <laughs> but you have to be very intentional. Like, right, like, like pornography, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I don't do that whatsoever. Um... The no fat thing that's a different conversation. <laughs> no but fat. I try I I, I practice, but yeah, like mm-hmm. pornography, I don't do that because I don't want to get my mind so caught up. A lot of us we have to disconnect from all the promiscuity that's put in our face. Mm-hmm. Right? Um not promiscuity, all the sex that's put in our face. And we gotta learn where to go out there and pursue right, you know, the woman that we want so we can value it. And that's the thing, like, I don't think sex is as valued as it, as it used to be. Because of this hookup culture and how accessible it is through online dating. And so I think it's going to be a lot harder for men to be to be faithful. So, you know, um, but and that's why I said just have sex with a bunch of women won't help help it either. You know, if you if you just make if you just constantly do that after a while, you got to slow down. That's how I personally feel. Or she's become a, a freaking sex machine, you know. <laughs> but yeah, there we have it there, guys. You know, be mindful that you can be promiscuous as a guy, but. There's a lot of downsides to it as well if you don't have it under control. So one male advantage I want to talk about, right, as we as we come to wrap up this episode is child or not, you are still desired, right? So while single mothers may get a bad rap with children, with men, I have noticed that some women are quick to look past that because it demonstrates that men are responsible by taking care of a child. But also because the mother may have custody of the child, so men may not have that time commitment issue when it comes to dating. Now, I want to highlight that this is a bit of a double standard, which I do not agree with, but I am simply making observations from what I see in the dating market. Now, women do prefer a man with no children for what I know, but I also know they are willing to look past that if the man has high value in the sense of looks and or physique and or financials and assets, while women in general are seen as uh, taken or they have a burden if they have children. So it works out in two different ways with women. It works against them with men. Sometimes it works for them or it doesn't work against them as much. Do you find that to be the case when a guy has a child as opposed to a woman having a child? Oh, man. It depends on the individual. That's how you feel? Explain (laughs) so. For example, you could be a single father, right? Mm -hmm. And still having having to manage paying your bills and then you have to take care of your your son. Mm -hmm. And you you don't have a, you know, you don't have a breadwinner. You know, you're the only one. That's um, you know, taking that's care that's taking care of the kid and then having to balance between working, you know, a job or two jobs mm-hmm. in order to, you know, make ends meet. Mm-hmm. So it's it's difficult as a single father. And then getting back into the dating game, yeah, it's like it's even it's even more hard because mm-hmm. I, I mean it's even it's even more difficult because um, you know, woman wouldn't sometimes maybe a woman wouldn't find that guy attractive, but on the other hand, maybe she would. If he's attractive and he knows how to get his shit, to, uh, if he already has his shit together, maybe, you know, 
he'll, he'll still be attractive, you know? Right. It all depends. Same as a woman, you know? Mm. Maybe on one hand, you know, she's, you know, she's all fucked up. Like, she's not paying bills. She's not able to manage her, her resources. Right. And she has a, you know, uh, you know, a, a, you know, a child that's, you know, that's reckless and crazy running around the house, yeah. uncontrollable, you know, man wouldn't want to date a woman like that. Right. On the other hand, there's a balanced woman, you know, who's just has the burden of, of having a child, you mm-hmm. know, who's, you know, who, uh, who has a man that just left her, mm-hmm. but, but she's still a good woman, you know, she still has uh, mm-hmm. good, good, good qualities, you know, right, gotcha. a, a man will still, you know, find her attractive, you know, mm-hmm. so it's saying that this. It could work on for both genders. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I kind of find it to be a little bit different, though. I kind of feel like a lot more guys are critical of women as opposed to women being critical of men. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because... And it's going to go into my next point about about the male advantage is the fact that there's less men available than there are women. Mm-hmm. So you could find a woman who looks good like that woman and mm-hmm. she has no children. You can find a guy. You can't. You you might you might not be able to find another guy who looks like him. You know, I know a lot of women. I, I I know plenty of women in the world who just like guys. A kid, then a better eye. Mm. I say, like, oh, he, this he's a good guy. This that and the other. Like I don't know. Women are like more understanding. Where guys are more like, nah, I want this that and the other. A kind of a thing. Yeah, single fathers are rare. Mm-hmm. Single fathers are rare. But I, I feel like I mean I don't know, man. I mean, it all depends. It all depends on the individual and how they leverage their lifestyle, you know, mm, and how how attractive they are. Right. No, that's um, true. If, so if you're an attractive woman, yeah. like I do realize, like certain guys could look past that as well too. Yeah, if they still have, if they have a kid, you know, they'll still be able to get. There's there's some guys that are not able to get women. Like, even though they, you know, there's some guys that are not able to... It, it all depends on the individual. Mm, it all sure. depends on the individual. So it might be an individual thing. No, and, and that's true. You do have a good point with that, you know. So, you know, I'm hearing what... See, it could be one of those red pill uh, community things that influenced me to think that, like, a woman don't got it going on like that. Nah, but, even, even those single fathers, man, they're, they're struggling too. Right. They're gotcha. struggling. So they both could be struggling as much or they both could be in a decent position. Yeah. Same way. So I'm gonna give a, a okay. So then they leverage it. Gotcha. So even if that is a case where the male has the advantage of a woman looking past him having children, I guess the disadvantage to that is that children do make a a difference, right? Don't think that like oh I have a child, it's no big deal. To and to Ruben's point, even if women are willing to accept you, considering the fact you have children, does not mean you should disregard your irresponsible actions, assuming you had them like recklessly and didn't didn't you know intend to have children and you know you just like ended up with one having children earlier than you prefer or with a woman you do not seek to be with in the long term can be detrimental to your life as you know it and i'm gonna give a shout out to aaron clary who has his consulting business for men called literally asshole consulting he tells different ways men fuck up their lives before life really starts and one way is having children too early or through an unplanned pregnancy especially out of wedlock you don't have an established, committed relationship, and you having children, so that can be a disadvantage. Oh no, don't don't worry, I can still get girls. Congratulations, bro, but that's not the point. The point is you you're putting a strain on your life, and it can impact your dating life because you know certain women may be hesitant, you know, and there are a lot of women who are getting older and choosing not to have children, even in their late twenties and early thirties. They want to wait till they get married, yeah. you know, obviously, um, or in a committed relationship, and. And they're studying and staying in school a lot later. So there's a lot more of them who, or, 
who don't have children, as opposed to probably generation before, it's like, I have children too, so I understand. They're like, no, I have no kids, so why do I want a man with kids? So it can still work against you as well, guys. So, and you know, so thank you for that perspective, Ruben. You know, don't think that you have necessarily, it's a full-on advantage. I do think women have, might get more of a, 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 you know, a bad rap about having children as opposed to a man, but as a guy, it could just work against you just as much. So there we have it, the male advantage and disadvantage with children. And then for our final point, um, I just want to discuss one more thing, um, ladies and gentlemen. And Ruben, you could agree or disagree with this. The male advantage is also that men are scarce, quality men even more. Now, this may explain all the above in a sense that men that are heterosexual, cisgender, not incarcerated, and truly single are rarer than you imagine. If you take advantage of this on top of keeping yourself in shape, especially past the age of 30, you have a well-paying job, have no children, you have some assets or on your way to getting assets, women will seek you out assuming that they can work with your circumstances. There are also naturally more women in the world than men, so men have an advantage of being a value, valued commodity in the dating scene. Now, do you agree or disagree with what I just said? I fully agree. Because mm. you could be a man out there in prison, incarcerated, locked up. You could be, on, on the other hand, you could be a, a man, you could be a bum. Mm -hmm. You could be a, a homeless dude, you know? Mm -hmm. Just not able to afford anything or take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, or even be able to get a job and support yourself. Mm. Like, for example, I, I actually came across someone. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, bro, yo, hook me up with a job. I'm like, what you mean hook you up with a job? <laughs> he was like, yo, bro, like, I, I've been applying. I'm like, how you been applying? Yeah, I just go into places and I, I ask them if they got application. If they say no, then I'll just be like, all right, fuck it. I'm like, bro, you got to keep applying, bro. Wait, just, so uh, let me get this straight, right? Because, uh, you know, for our listeners, you're basically saying that, like, you naturally are, are, are a leg up by not being incarcerated and not being a bum in the street. Exactly. Okay, gotcha. Because oh, you incarcerated, you can't do anything. So right? I'm about to go off a whole nother yeah, tangent. Yeah, no, <laughs> but, no, yeah, no, but yeah, but yeah, um, as long as, you know, as long as you're, you have the right, uh, you know, a good mentality, a good head on your shoulders, you know, you have a job, you're able to support yourself financially, um, you know, you're taking care of your, your health. That's all that matters. That's all that really matters in the end. And, and you have a, a loving, I mean, you, you're very, you're compassionate and, and passionate. Right. That's all that matters. That's, that's, you're a valuable man. You're a, a woman. A woman will love that, you know. So basically, woman. just for having the basics together, you're looking at it as a valued commodity. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, it don't really take that much to be a a, a quote unquote a valuable man. The older you get, because a lot of dudes fall off. It's sad to say it. It's like you got to make a choice as a woman when there's not an abundance of men. You got to pick up what you can get. You know what I'm saying? And then that's when you start to value them a lot differently. And that's why I said, men, you can leverage that to your advantage. Now, I'm not saying that to exploit women, but I'm just painting the reality. You know, like, it's just, you can pick and choose. Just like when a woman is very attractive when she's young and she has option for 40 different men, you can't blame her if she doesn't want to rush and settle down with one person. She got all the options in the world. Now, that dries up over time. Uh, and, 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 and men, you don't want to get carried away by that, but just understand you have an advantage. Just... Literally, by being average, you become above average over time as long as you maintain. Because mm -hmm. a, a lot of men fall off. Now, the disadvantage to that is that it goes to a lot of men's heads. So, men, I want you to understand you're special, but you're not God, all right? Don't think you are so rare and special 
that it gets to your ego and you overlook quality woman in your life, for example, right? And it's not about woman, it's just about other aspects, how you think about life, right? I know your life may be, get started at 30, but if you are 30 and find a great woman who is genuinely committed to you, especially if she was with you years before and saw the potential in you, it's okay to commit to her, all right? I will never say never when it comes to love to love and a quality woman because this life does go, go by fast. So it is beautiful to build with someone you really love and who is there for you. Sometimes you may find more toxic people the older you get because of how life treated them. And while it seems cool to date someone far younger, sometimes you do not have aligned visions of life, such as what we saw with Laurie Harvey or Michael B. Jordan. All right. And just just to go back to Ruben's point earlier, she's 23 and he's 33. Right. Laurie Harvey's 23. Michael B. Jordan's 33. So what do you expect? The same thing happened between Beyonce and Jay-Z when Jay-Z discussed in his song Lost One about Beyonce being 23 and not wanting to settle down. So men, you may not want a woman who is too young, but you can find like a, a mature woman when she's in her late 20s. But if you found her when you're around the same age and like you're both 22 and, she, and, and, and you're 22, she's 22, it feels more genuine when you grow with that person. So I can say that about men who quote unquote settle early. My thing is that you don't necessarily have to get married early, but you can be committed early, right? And then you see she's rocking out with you. That happened with a lot of my friends who chose to, who end up married and things of that nature or engaged. They were with them during their time. Like even though she had a lot of men after her, she gave up being in a dating market. And even though he could have waited out and chose other women, he stuck stuck by that woman. And end up choosing her for marriage. Um, so don't get too carried away. Men, you have time on your side and things of that nature. And you are and you might be rare if you have a lot of good qualities. But don't let it get to your ego. You know, I would say this podcast episode, understand we have advantages of, as men. But your ego and you being responsible can mess you up. So just be careful with that. You have any last words for our guest, Ruben? Hey, man. Yo, man. All you guys out there. Even the, the disadvantaged ones, keep doing your thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Just keep doing your thing. Uh, keep working at it. You know, stay in shape. Um, talk to more women. Get out of, get out of your... <laughs> get out of your... Uh, comfort zone. <laughs> your comfort zone. Um, and, you know, be uncomfortable. Just be comfortable being uncomfortable, man. You'll, you'll see the, the rewards. Right. And those rewards will come a lot of times in your late 20s and past the age of 30. So don't give up so early on life. Allow that little bit of grace and things will work out for your benefit. All right. So, Ruben, thank you for being a guest here. We really appreciate it. And, guys, I just want to say one final thing, right? I want you all to understand that you are born with value as men, all right? And, unfortunately, we are taught to believe that we must create our value which is why we feel so much pressure to cultivate greatness when we are born great, all right? But guys, understand you have that greatness within you. God is within you, not to be religious, but just to be, that's the spiritual aspect of me, just letting you know that you have value and you gotta give yourself grace. You're gonna grow over time and your timeline looks different from women, but you have an advantage. You gotta hit a lot of bumps on the road a lot earlier, but if you apply that knowledge, you apply that wisdom, I promise you, there's a the golden light waiting for you in your late 20s and definitely in your 30s and even in your 40s and 50s. So stay patient with yourself. Keep it locked in your heart that things are going to work out. And of course, as usual, stay strong in America. Thank you. Mm-hmm.